us on board to take the world this morning. Good morning, my dear Lord bless you, man. Amen. Good morning, sir. Thank no you blessing. very much for this privilege. Sir. God bless you, sir. And may God continue to increase you on every side in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, mommies and daddies. Let us uh, go before the Lord as we appreciate him once more, as we exalt his name. We are grateful. Oh, we are grateful, Lord. We are Thank you. 
Our Father in heaven, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Talk of ages, we adore you. We appreciate you. You are very good to us. Father, we thank you for giving us life. We thank you for among the living this morning. Father, we appreciate you. Thank you for helping us to fulfill your purpose on earth. Father, we are you. Lord, as we go into your word, pray that Lord you will minister to us by yourself. To the glory and praise of your name. And let the blessing be ours. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Is open your windows 
go outside, breathe in fresh air. And I said, okay. So I went outside. And then since Monday, I've been like trying to, I've been in the house. And then on Wednesday, and I went outside. In the morning when we we're praying, I went outside the house and I just prayed outside, taking in the air, even though the air in Portacourt in Nigeria, where we are, is polluted. There is soot everywhere. I just went and breathed in the air. And since then, I have just been feeling very okay. It was that breath that I needed to take, breath of fresh air. So I want to encourage us. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So we should always take in fresh breath. We should take deep breath. Breath is to take in air into the lungs and expel it. By the time we are expelling it, we are removing waste from our body. We are removing carbon dioxide. We are removing toxins. So let us uh, always do that. And then when we do the deep breathing, when we breathe in very deep and exhale, it improves blood flow. So sometimes when we feel a little bit like uh, dizzy, a little bit not up to, or maybe the head is like it's tight, let's just take a deep breath. It improves blood flow. And then it's a natural painkiller. It increases our energy level. It reduces inflammation. Um, a lot is said about diseases like uh, cancer, that it only thrives in bodies that are acidic in nature. So when we do deep breathing, it is said to reduce the acidity in our bodies and thereby it makes it to be alkaline. When it is nothing, uh, no disease or infection can thrive in an alkaline body. Then deep breath also reduces uh, stress. It relieves us of stress. Uh, stress also increases our, uh, the acidity in our body. But when we do a lot of breathing, it relieves us of the stress. It improves direct digestion. It detoxifies our bodies. And then finally, it improves our posture. Bad posture is related to incorrect breathing. So let's try to breathe deeply and notice how our bodies start to straighten up during the process. And may the Almighty God help us all and give us good health to serve him throughout this year and beyond Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So let us just pray and say, Father, thank you for the breath of life that you breathed into me. Father, I appreciate you. Lord, I let us pray and ask the Lord, the Lord Father, please give me good health and give, keep me in sound mind all through this year and all through my life. Let me never become a liability in the name of Jesus. 
let us pray the grace to serve you to the end father grant unto me bestow it on me this morning in the mighty name of God bless you, ma'am and sirs. This morning is consecration and concentration in service. Consecration and concentration in service. Consecration, according to the online dictionary, is to devote irrevocably to the worship of God. That is not to look back. Concentration is the action or power of focusing all one's attention. And service is the act of helping or doing work for someone. It can also be said to be an act of helpful activity. So consecration and concentration in service, I would say, is the act of help, helpful activity in the things of God with focus and attention without looking back. Mm. So the Almighty God will help each and every one of us to be focused in the things of God, to not to look back, and to, to concentrate so that the blessing will come upon us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. This morning, I want to encourage us in this year that we will serve God like never before, that we will serve God without looking back. Let's serve him this year as like our life depends on it. And then we will see how God comes through for us. Personally, I... I I like to serve God, whether I know how to do the thing or not. As long as it is God that is mentioned in it, I like to serve God. I will make sure that I put in everything I can do, whether I, I can do it well or not. I will just put in my best. And God will be helping me, will be teaching me to do it. And I must say, I have seen him working in so many parts of my life. Because it is he alone. Whenever there is trouble, it is he I run to and say, hey, know that I'm serving you. See this thing that I'm doing for you. If this thing happens like this, that is negative, I will not be able to do it. I will not. He said, bring forth your strong reason. So I do that from time to time. I remember some many years back when I was to have my first son, I had a huge fibroid, according to the doctors. And then one morning, I just woke up. Of course, I didn't even know I was pregnant. I just woke up and there was blood flow from me all over the place. So much blood. And I started cleaning. I was so scared. 
I cleaned and cleaned, and then I went to the hospital. And uh, they, that was when they said, oh, madam, you are pregnant. I said, pregnant? I'm not pregnant. They said, you are pregnant. Then what's happened? What the blood? They now did a scan and said, ooh, there is a huge fibroid. You cannot have this baby. No matter how you try, let us remove the baby. I said, ah, no. Eh, no, I cannot do this and that. And there was one doctor, Dr. Ngozi Yagba. I cannot forget that doctor. She came, they called her, she came, she said, I will manage her. The other doctors looked at her. There were five of them. They said, this is an impossible case. She said, I will manage her. And then we started like that. Until, and that baby did not drop with all the blood. It did, that baby did not come down. And then until I had that baby, you know, it was God that saw me through. All through it, I was telling God, hey, just keep me, keep me so that I can serve you. I will serve you no matter how. I will not go back from following you. I will, I will serve you anyhow it is, you know, that kind of thing. I didn't even know how to pray very well, but I, I said I will serve God anyhow. So God Almighty knows how to come through for us when we serve him. And when we are consecrated to him, when we concentrate on him in his service, he too will focus his attention on us. When people fight you, when the enemies come against you, the Lord oh. Almighty himself will be the one to take care of that battle. Oh. Because it's like, ah, you want, to, you want to attack my person. You know that kind of thing. So God is always there for us. And he will fight our battles, even as we serve him in this year, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to read from Judges chapter 7. Verse 7 to 9, then I will read verse 17. Judges 7, 7 to 9 and 17. The Bible says, And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the 300 men that lapped will I save you, and deliver the Midianites into thy hand, and let all the other people go every man unto his place. So the people took victuals in their hand and their trumpets, and he sent all the rest of Israel, every man unto his tent, and retained those, those 300 men. And the host of Midian was beneath him in the valley. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Arise, get thee down unto the host, for I have delivered it into thy hand. 17. And he said unto them, Look on me and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall ye do. I'm also going to read Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with, a, with so great a crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now, the story in Judges chapter 7 is that of Gideon. Gideon was to go for a war, and God did not want to deal with crowd because he must take the glory for himself. When God fights for us, 
we don't have to do anything or we don't have to do much so that we ourselves, we know that this one is not me, it's God. I'm sure a lot of us have been in that kind of situation that we say, oh, it was God, that was just God. And that is the kind of testimonies we'll be giving this year by the power Amen. of Almighty God. So Gideon, Gideon went to fight the war and he did not go with the crowd. He went with only the few men that God chose for him. Gideon was willing to be an example. He was willing to be a model. He was willing to be an influencer to others. He was consecrated, committed to the Lord and concentrated on the task that God gave to him. That is... That is how God wants us to do as as Christians. He expects us to serve him. He expects service from us. He expects us to use our endowments to promote his kingdom. He expects us to use our time, our talents, skills, resources, and everything we have. God expects us to serve him wholeheartedly. To serve God, however, consecration is demanded. Consecration is required of every believer. Without consecration, we cannot really serve him. We cannot concentrate on the work that he has given us to do. We need to be consecrated. Remember, the definition of consecration is to devote irrevocably to the worship of God. That is, no matter what, we are focused on worshiping God. We devote ourselves, we dedicate ourselves, we commit ourselves to the worship of God, to serve the Lord. From the story of Gideon we read, we discovered that if Gideon had looked at the 31,700 people that went back, those were the people that he had to send back. When he said, if you are afraid, go back, they started running and they went back. He would not have been able to gain the victory he had over the Midianites. You know, you would have been discouraged. You would have said, ah, who is remaining? And then they would be running elter-skelter. But he looked upon the Lord who had called him into service. So also I encourage us this morning to continually look upon God who has called us into service. As we run the Christian race, we will, of course, we will see beautiful things. We will hear tempting sounds and all that, that's, all over the place to, to draw us away. But we must be determined to concentrate our focus on the Lord till the very end. Otherwise, the things we hear and the ones we see can take us out of the kingdom. Especially these days, a lot of things are happening around us. A lot of things are going on all over the world that if we are not careful as believers, we will lose our focus and we will follow the, the trend of things. Mm. Therefore, consecration, consecration and concentration are the two things we need to see us through in the service of the Lord. And may the Lord grant unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I am dying, O Lord. I have heard thy voice and he spoke thy love to me. 
at a point, you say, consecrate me now to your service, Lord. Can we do that prayer? I say, Father, consecrate me to your service. I, I give myself to you, Almighty God. Lord, consecrate me to your service. Our Lord Jesus Christ remains our model. He's our perfect example. And I want to encourage us to emulate him. There are many people who started this race before us. There are many people who got to the service of God before us who were not able to finish up. Then we are still in the race. Let us run the race until we get to the finish line and we will receive the crown in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So many people started well. They were committed at the beginning. They were consecrated. But with time, they started growing cold in the things of God. They felt they were even foolish to have consecrated so much. This is why we need to look unto Jesus because if we look at men, we will get discouraged mm. and give up on our consecration. Also, mm. we will be diverted from our concentration. Let's not look at men. Mm. Not all who started well is going to finish well. It's not a cause, but it is like that. You don't know what the records of people you are looking at are before God. Mm. You might be looking at somebody and you think this person, oh, very good. This one ah, is going straight to heaven. He's seven focus and all that. And God is mm. looking at him and says, all oh, your righteousness is like filthy rags. Mm. I don't even see you. <laughs> you know, the Bible says of David in Psalm 89 verse 20, God says, I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. You know that David committed murder. David was a conspirator. He was the one that made Uriah to die. He committed adultery with Uriah. Yet God said, I have found David my servant. And people, ordinary people would have condemned him that this one, this one, God cannot look at him. But God saw his heart. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. God saw his heart that this man yanks after me. It was David that said, as the deer pants after the water brook, so my soul pants after you. After you, Lord. That's right. So we should, we should pant after God. Let's not look at men so that we don't fall. <laughs> In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 that we read, the Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When we are consecrated to the Lord, we do not conform to the world. In our teachings, in our dressing, in our wedding, in our naming ceremony, 
in our businesses, whatever we do, we do not conform to the world. We conform to the image of him who we follow. We should influence people. We should be an influencer. We should be the kind of people that when, when the body says, this person is involved in this thing, everybody will say, okay, that means it is good because they have already known us and they will follow us. Oh. Let us defeat Christ at every point in time, focused on his service, concentrate on our lane, the way he has called us. Let's not be doing touch and go, touch and go. We do this one, we drop it. We do this one, we drop it. We do this one, we drop it. No, anything we, we, we want to do for Christ, anything he has called us to do, let us do it and complete it. That is where the blessings are. Me, I believe that if we, if we do service for God, if we work for God, we don't need to pray too much because he will be taking care of everything that concerns us. Oh, okay. He will take care of our side. You are taking care of, like the place I work, I do the work and they pay me. It's exactly the same. You do work for God, he pays you in the way only he can. Oh. And his own payment is beyond reasoning. You will just know in your life that he's paying you and he's paying well. Honestly, God pays well. Yes. And he will pay all of us good reward for our labors in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus. Our adventure, we are already discouraged. The Lord will have me encourage us this morning that we should not be discouraged because the rewards are coming. Amen. God is over all and he will come through for us. Amen. Just hold on. Just hold on. Just hold on. It won't be long. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let us pray and say, Father, Father sanctify me today and use me for your service. Keep continually. Consecrate me for your service. Consecrate me and use me for your service. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Jesus.
With my holy oil, have I anointed him? Let us pray and say, Father, help me to be where you will find me all through this year. In the name of Jesus. Fresh oil, and I 